Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie 1800-938-007. That text and WhatsApp is 083-311-3311. Of course, you can email tip today at tipfm.com. Now, two Tipperary students have highlighted the inequalities of the HPAT exam, which use, is used to assist with the selection of students into medicine. And Alice O'Connor attends the Ursuline School in Thurnus. And Louis Ryan is a student at Rockwell in Cashel. And they brought the concerns to the Doyle in recent days. And Lisa and Louis joining me now in the studio. Good morning to you both and thanks very much indeed for coming in to us. Lisa, can I start with you? Where did this notion come from that you wanted to address this and you wanted to address it at the highest level possible? Well, um, I'm interested in pursuing medicine myself so I had to go about buying the med entry packages and also sitting the HPAT exam but when I realised that it costs a lot of money obviously and that's well above many people's socio-economic pay levels um, I realised it was really a big inequality. I also know a girl who got 613 points in her leaving cert last year and she came from a much more disadvantaged area than myself and a lot of people doing medicine so she had to she had no opportunity to actually buy the prep packages like med entry so she had to save up for the HPAT herself do it and then fail it so she was basically set up for the failure when she got 613 points in her leaving cert she had to take this year off to go and work all year so she could afford the package herself and then also put herself through college so I think that really highlighted the inequality for me Right and the exam itself seems to be rather random to some degree is it? It is yeah it's not the type of exam you can really study for but the prep packages definitely help um it's sort of like an aptitude test i suppose and they're like it's been proven that you can really improve in certain areas like section three and section one and i just think that it's really unfair to not give the same advantage to everyone else right just for people because i didn't know much about uh, this louis will you just tell us this was introduced on top of the uh, the issue of needing so many points in the leaving cert, but this was sort of for the interpersonal aspect of it and the reasoning aspect of it and all, all of that. Was it to make sure that our doctors would be, I don't know, maybe more rounded and stuff? Yeah, I think that was definitely the, the outcome for it or what they intended for the outcome to be. Um, but I think the HBAT, the questions involved in the whole exam don't really have any connection with medicine. For me and Lisa, I think... It's a personality test more so than anything else and it doesn't really test um, the ability of a student to become a doctor. Um, but I think, you know, to strip everything back, uh, where do we draw the line with this? Mm. Um, at what cost should our education system be in order to achieve an equal playing field? Right. But even if you get a massive amount of points without this HPAT, you, you don't get in, is it? Is it as simple as that? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, if someone wanted to study medicine in college and they worked hard enough to get 600 points and it's always been their dream to study medicine in college and then to find out that they haven't gotten into it, you know, they've worked extremely hard the whole 60 years of their leaving cert and then to find right. out that they haven't done enough. Is and, just... and Louis, is there any funding available to help with HPAT? There's very little funding available and one of the solution, or a couple of the solutions that we suggested to Minister Harris was to further considerate um, 
giving school outreach workshops, mentoring programmes and most importantly fostering links with disadvantaged schools and aspiring young students or future doctors. All right, now Louis is in Rockwell, you're in the Ursuline, you're, you're, you know, your backgrounds are rather, you know, you're okay, you're not quite posh maybe, but you're certainly there or thereabouts. Why did you take an interest in this? Um, well, as I said, I did take the interest because of the girl I know in right. Limerick who didn't get that same opportunity, but also because it's been my dream since I was four to be a doctor. So to think that if I, you know, I have, I had the resources available to me to be able to buy the med entry packages, which cost a lot more money than people can afford. Rough, roughly, what sort of cost are we talking about to prepare yourself for HPAT? Uh, it can range from 400 to 1,500. Wow. So, depending on the package, I mean, the most beneficial one, I suppose, would be obviously the 1,500 one, but I got one for about 800. So, you know, it's obviously very expensive, but I was really lucky and fortunate to have those um, opportunities for myself and to know that I might not even get medicine. So how would it be expected for someone who's never sat at, who has just no sort of equal playing field to go in there and compete against schools who are obviously able to afford that and the people in them? And what about you, Louis? Is it medicine for you as well? Is no, it? I would like to do law. You would like to do law, OK. So what brought you into this then? Well, Lisa just wanted a bit of support up in the doll and I, speaking to other students in my school, um, they felt the exact same way about her, um, mm. about the whole issue. I know one student who got the 70th percentile in the first year so that's 70% out of 100 mm. and then 50 in the second year and then it was I think 60 in the third year. It's the same person? The same person and they studied it for three years consecutively and then they're still trying, it's their fourth year now trying to get back into medicine and so hopefully they'll get it this year but who knows. Right so has HPAT failed in its aspiration like to create doctors who are more sort of rounded in terms of having all the interpersonal skills as well as the brains? Yeah, I think so, definitely. At, um, one issue or one point just to highlight, um, an Australian company, I think, makes the, yeah, the exam so. and it has nothing got to do with the Irish education system. Um, and we have one of the best education systems in the world, if not the best here in Ireland. Um, but money always wins, in our opinion, or at least for the most part. Um, but Minister Harris now has the opportunity to... Um, ha he has the power to change that within our education system, so we hope mm. that we will see that. So you got to meet him, you got to address yeah. him. What was his reaction to you, Lisa? Um, well, we found out that, first of all, you know, the government can't actually take the HPOT off the requirements. So that's something that the colleges put on themselves. But, you know, uh, they do provide most of the funding to colleges. So if they really wanted to take it off, it could happen. But I understand that, you know, it's not exactly their choice. So they can, well, what we suggested, our main solution was funding, because in terms of, you know, government funding, it's not an awful lot. And it'd be quite a small amount in consideration to like what they have to pay for a lot of other stuff and another solution was well that they gave us was to create more places but I don't think this actually addresses the issue at hand I think you know creating he said his solution would be to try to create over 200 places um, throughout the next five years but this doesn't really address the issue of the HPAD and the inequalities in the HPAD. This just brings down the points a bit but you know you still have to do the HPAD it's not going to bring them down enough that it's going to be an equal playing field. Do you know what really concerns me is, was he aware that this was a problem until you addressed it? Um, not really. I mean, I think he understood, like, about the HPAD and everything, but I'm not sure that it was quite highlighted to him in the way that we did yeah. before that. Because we're crying out for doctors. We're, yeah, that's exactly you know? what I was saying. 
you know, so you'd imagine that this would have been known and spoken about previously, but uh, but obviously not. Is there something similar where law is concerned, Louis? Is it? No, it's no. just um, a straight straight leaving sort of points, and then you just get into your college course. But then there's exams after uh, after college. So if you want to be a solicitor or a barrister, but that hasn't any connection with the leaving cert at all. Right. But still, I have to put it to you that, you know, that disadvantage is an issue here. We don't hear about many disadvantaged people who end up being barristers or lawyers, really, you know. They do give bursaries, actually. for Do they? Yeah, in yeah. Trinity and in UCD, I think, for people who do law. Um, the government provides bursaries on a, you know, like, right. individual level. Is that something that you think should be applied to medicine? Um, they were saying that that could be um, a solution, but again, I don't think, like, I don't think it's a really viable solution because right. medicine's become really elitist, I think, in my opinion, and it's really seen as a more elite profession. So if only like the top schools and like the top earners, like their parents, are able to put them through this and then they get into college and get to do medicine, then, you know, where's the funding really going? It's just going into the pockets of like the more wealthy. So I don't think it's really viable for to give this money, like a bursary to people who already have the money. So I think it needs to be given before that to give people who don't have the money right. an opportunity to get into So it the needs course. to be focused is what you're saying. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Deputy Michael Lowry who highlighted uh, this to us. He's been very helpful to you, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. we'd just like to take this opportunity to thank Michael Lowry. Um, he organised the whole meeting for us and when Lisa went to him and expressed her concerns um, previously she I think got in contact with Minister for Education Norma Foley, um, but it wasn't her area to kind of have the meeting about this issue with us. Um, so we'd just like to thank Minister or TD Michael Lowry mm. for all his help in organising the meeting. Very good yeah. indeed. How how will you measure the success of your meeting? I mean, I presume you're not going to just leave this now, are you? Uh, no, I wouldn't like to. I mean, I understand that it's a fairly long process to have to, you know, get the funding and stuff. But he did express his sort of initiative that he would consider funding but his only definitive response was to create 200 places within the next five years which I personally don't think is enough and I think there needs to be action taken now considering the problem of shortage of doctors in the medical field and it's something very prominent that they like to talk about a lot so if they really want a solution then there it is and I hope that they do take initiative on it. It's amazing you never wanted anything else from when you were four. No. Is that incredible? Yeah. Yeah. And you never wavered from that any any way along the way, no? Um, last year I was kind of considering doing law, but I went back to my roots. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tell me, will we be able to hold on to you? Because we, we're not able to hold on to our young doctors and stuff, so. Uh, no, I know that. I would like to do all my exams in Ireland and everything and specialise in Ireland. But I obviously want to travel and things as well, but. I would mm. definitely like to end up doing medicine. Would you? In yeah. And and when you say specialise, have you something in mind that you'd like to specialise in? Um, I'd really like to be a neuroconsultant or a neurosurgeon. <laughs> would be the dream, wow. you know. Wow. Okay. So a lot of years of study. What? Probably about eight or ten years, is it? Um, well, there's at? six years of undergrad, and then there's four years plus another two. Yeah, about twelve years altogether. Wow. It's a long, it's a, it's a long time indeed, but it's something you'll you'll embrace and you look forward to, yeah. to I guess. Well, it was lovely to meet you both uh, today. It's uh, terrific. It, it, will this make you sort of be more uh, conscious and socially aware and all of that now, Louis? Will you will you pursue other other things like this? 
Yeah, hopefully. Um, I think Lisa got in contact, or the uh, education correspondent of RTE News got in contact with Lisa, hope, so hopefully something will foster from that, but it definitely makes us so- more socially aware for those people who maybe don't have a voice to speak and who don't have the funding and the resources. Um, but as I said, you know, we have the best education system in the world, so the government has a big opportunity to stand up here and to, to really fight for those people who can't for themselves. Yeah, well, well done to you both. It was a real pleasure to meet you today. Thanks very much for coming into us. That's uh, Louis Ryan there and Lisa O'Connor of the Ursuline Louis, of course, in, in uh, Rockwell College. Thanks very much indeed. It's uh, 9.43. I'll be right back. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie 